Well, good evening and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. I am Rick Dancer. <laughs> it is good to be with you. It's been a long day. Um, do you ever have those days you get tired of social media and, and all the BS that goes with it? Well, let me show you a little meme that someone sent me today. A friend of mine in Idaho uh, knew I was having a rough day and she sent this to me and I'm going to read it to you. I think this is hilarious. So it says, this is how social media works. Me. I prefer mangoes to oranges, random person. So basically what you're saying is you hate oranges. You also fail to mention pineapples, bananas, and grapefruits. Educate yourself. I'm literally shaking. <laughs> Kim, did it's you so, It's so funny because it's so 100% true though. Oh, it is. So for those of you who are just tuning in, this is our, our meme of the, of the day. This is how <laughs> social media works. I prefer mangoes to oranges. So basically what you're saying is you hate oranges. You also fail to mention pineapples, bananas, and grapefruit. Educate yourself. I'm literally shaking. <laughs> and they're literally too. <laughs> I have had those people on my page all day long and I'm literally shaking. Oh my gosh. Um, Seriously. Why? If you have an opinion, you can't, I mean, it's just crazy. It's you're saying one thing and they totally twist it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it is just absolutely insane. So tonight is elements health club night. Um, they have three gyms, one in Springfield, one in West Eugene and one at Oakway. Yes. Got it. And we have a question for you guys. So if you answer this question correctly, what do they win? Okay. So you guys, speaking of healthy lifestyle, so if you guys want to try out Elements Health Clubs in one of those three locations, which they have outdoor pool, by the way, at one of them, um, you guys can get a free 30-day trial membership. Or if you're already a member, you can get 30 days paid for. So it's a win-win. And the question is super simple tonight, Rick. We're being really easy. I don't know. We'll see. I think okay. it's, a, it's, it's a giveaway. So okay. tonight we're going to ask, since it's so hot out this week, who sweats the most and why? So if you know already, men or women, and then if you have to also tell us why they sweat more, okay, which the answer is. Um, an easy little quick, give us the answer. You're the winner. You get your 30 days free, so don't be shy. <laughs> so there's the question. I'm going to stick it up there. Who sweats the most, men or women, but why is the key to winning the question? Okay, so I don't forget. I want to also right. show a couple other things. Elements <laughs> is having um, an event. Yes. Okay. So that is this Thursday, you guys, the 28th from 1230 to four. And this is at the Springfield location and they have lots of room to spread out at that building. So don't worry about being hot. There's shaded areas as well, plus an outdoor pool. So for 40 bucks a kid, you can go and to register, you're just going to call elements. You can look on their Facebook page. It's all on there. And they're saying to bring a suit for the pool after camp. So if your kiddos want to get some exercise and double exercise with swimming afterwards, $40 a kid. Um, so this Thursday, Sarah wanted us to remind you. And again, you can go to their Facebook page to find that too. Okay. So then um, real quick, I'm going to throw Sarah in here. And then I've got a little funny thing to show you. Okay. Okay, good. It's a little, it's a little weird. We need a laugh today. You get results driven fitness and nutrition help, no matter where you're starting in your health journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gym. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. Okay, Jeremiah says males sweat more to keep 
body from overheating. Oh, okay. well, okay. So, okay, so that, that is a true fact. That's not the exact thing we were looking for. Well, what, is the, what is the, what is the biological, would that be a biological reason? Yeah. Let's say more biologically. Yeah. You can guess again, Jeremiah, cause you're very close. <laughs> oh, did you hear about this? Um, in Monroe, the electricity was out and nobody had air conditioning. And Sharon oh. said, thank God the electricity just came on in Monroe. The house got to 78 and it's 99 outside. Oh, my gosh. I had people writing me saying they were leaving their house and driving around in their car with air conditioning. Because it was oh. So, oh, so Sharon, my. thank you for telling us that that's back thank on. Thank goodness. Okay, so Kim, here's something I have to show you. Um, I found this planter, and I know there's a new technical Native American way to say Sacagawea, but I don't know what oh. it is. So the Sacagawea Hotel in Three Forks, Montana. Kathy and I went there for lunch. It's actually a beautiful place. Wow. But went in the bathroom and they had this planter. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Leave so it get a photo that, of that planter. So some lady asked me the best question. What is the towel bar for? See the um, rod that goes all the way across? Oh my gosh, yes. That is a brilliant question. Actually, what that is, is it's a water thing. So when you turn the valve on, the water comes down and washes the stuff down the toilet, the drain. Oh. But that's, then I put it up there. I said, does anybody else remember this? And people were coming on. When I used to go to the drive-in theater at Hillsboro, they had troughs. And you <laughs> just belly up. And so here's, you know, dudes, all it's both sides of you. And you're just... Urinating no, in this thing. I did not. I did not know that as a woman. See, woman that I, am a, I love to educate people. <laughs> Thank you so much in, for that education today. <laughs> so, so you had some fun facts about rehydrating because I know, I know. So this week is so hot. I don't know if it, is it hot there too. Are you guys getting? Yeah, it's it's been like in the it's going to be in the nineties this week, but not where yeah. you guys are. But you know, you know, it's really bad for us right here because we're on a lake, um, no. near a lake and stuff. Right. And, doesn't happen except it's been super humid. Like at night, it stayed down oh, like 67. Yep. So mm -hmm. we're getting mosquitoes. We can't even walk out the door without their just oh yeah all over you. So That's we have all these raspberries we want to go pick, but we can't because there's mosquitoes oh. everywhere. Oh gosh, you need a ton, like five bottles of off to get out there. I don't even know if that would even work for me. Mosquitoes eat me alive. Oh, that's too bad. Well, we have the heat too this week. I don't, luckily no lake right here with mosquitoes, but we were talking about hydration and how important it is. And I was reading some tips today about you know, flavor your water or add fruit, do what you need to, to keep on getting that hydration. And you, I actually, you were gonna mention something. I use um, this liquid IV stuff you can find anywhere. I put that sometimes in my water. Have you tried this? It's yeah. like comes the little packets. They can get that at Costco. This is great. They can get that at Costco. Yeah, you can totally get it at Costco. And I do it because I can't I can't drink as much water as we're supposed to because I literally would have to go to the bathroom every five seconds. Speaking of bathrooms, I cannot. I have like the smallest bladder. So I do that so that I'm getting the hydration without drinking as much water. <laughs> I don't know. Electrolytes, right? So yeah, so uh, like that. And then you were going to talk about yours, but just those little simple tricks of staying hydrated. And then Sarah was mentioning too, too when you're at the gym or working out, um, she always tells her people, and this is even without it being hot, yeah, ice cubes, without it being hot out, she always tells her people take a few sips and she'll tell us in her video. Um, I think she mentioned that too, but just to, just to be aware of it because we, we are often not thirsty, right? So we're not thinking about it when we're dehydrated. So men, men and women do not sweat equally. No, I thought so too, but I, cause I sweat a lot. So I was like, Oh, but I, so if somebody doesn't, so if somebody doesn't get the right 
answer that we're looking for. We'll give it to Jeremiah. Yes, but yeah, Jeremiah. The question is, guys, who sweats the most, men or women, and why? And we don't mean why, like, why do you sweat? We meant why do men or women sweat more than the other sex? Biologically, physically, yeah, exactly. Um, so, and yeah, so so just stay, staying hydrated, yeah. And then um, we were talking about uh, dressing for the weather, and also don't wasting waiting till you're thirsty. To don't do not wait till you're thirsty. I know that's what I do a lot. And that's a great place for Sarah to come in because she was talking to us today, <laughs> and here's what she had to say about this. It matches yeah. up with what you're talking about. Working out in heat can be tempting and fun, but it can also be dangerous if you don't take a little bit more rest, maybe some shade and extra hydration. So in order for your body to cool itself down, it sends that blood circulation through your skin rather than that extra blood circulation through your muscles, which in turn elevates your heart rate. So be sure to listen to your body, get extra water in, extra hydration on these extra hot days. My five sip rule for people is every single time you pick up your water bottle or your glass of water, drink five sips. You will end up drinking so much more water throughout the day. Stay safe, stay hydrated, and enjoy the sun while it's here. I thought that was a great idea. Yeah, you the know, five sip of... rule is great too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, force yourself to take, take a sip. Now, Kathy and I were in Livingston. Oh, here. Hello. We got some comments here. So um, Tika says it's a hundred in Christmas Valley. Wow. Women, women sweat more. I, I don't know I, why. It seems yeah. true to me. <laughs> um, Jason, let's see what you got here. It's so, <laughs> so out here. There, a hot fart could start a fire. People, be careful. That's my buddy, Jason Greenville. But, Jason you know, has a great way to put it. Yep. <laughs> He, he loves F words, but usually it's, and they're four letter, but usually it's not the fart one. It's the other one. So I'm surprised he didn't find no. it. <laughs> it's okay, Jason. He's mixing it up tonight. We're not a family show. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> so Kathy and I found this great stuff in Livingston. A guy let us try it. And it's super salty. In fact, when you read the oh. first thing that comes up, it'll show you how much salt's in it. But what... I, and, and I don't work for the company. I mean, they gave me some boxes. I said I'd put a yeah. video out there. I love it. I ask them, oh, I'll push it for you. Um, okay. Kathy used it. She, she doesn't cramp anymore. And we read some research. It's oh, salt. Right. A deficiency of salt is why you cramp. And I feel better. Like, I drink it the whole time I'm doing it. It takes a little getting used to because it is pretty salty. Um, but once you get going okay. on it, flavor okay. too. But let me show it to you. Yeah. Thousand milligrams. I looked on there when I saw it. A thousand milligrams of salt. 
Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So is it really salty when you try it? Pardon me? It's really salty when you first drink it. Yeah. The first time you do it, it's kind yeah. of different because you're going. Um, okay. Tika is asking here if lemonade hydrates you. I would guess oh. that it would, but there's too much sugar in it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'd get like a low sugar one. Yeah, I. but I think, um, I mean, if you're like sitting around the house and you're having lemonade, I'm sure that does hydrate you, but nothing's better than water. Right. The reason mm -hmm. people like us use the electrolyte stuff is because you, yep. when you work out, you get those that's what leaves your body and you get exhausted um, and it really helps you. So do you just fill one of those for the whole workout? Is that what you, or did you have to refill? Um, I take one of those, put it in the bottle okay. with ice and water to the top. And that's my bottle for that. Yeah. I just use one. Um, okay. Here's, okay. Cause I know you work out for a few hours. So they have water parties to help us drink water and it gives us a break. That sounds um, fun. Fred. <laughs> water parties. Yeah. Sure. That's genius. So let's, let's hear from Dr. Michael Bratlin. And then I got a story to tell you before we have our interview for the night. It's a really cool story. Yeah. To say what they want. And, and the reason I do the billboards is because it, it, it hits more people. And I'm not trying to piss people off. I'm just trying to let my, I, I don't want the lockdowns. And then it was, um, you know, back to blue. There's nothing wrong with back in the blue. We need more people supporting, uh, supporting our police departments. And, uh, and they, they need to be dry. Policemen need to be driving around and seeing that billboard and, and feeling good because uh, they've been crapped on. And, and now with the, uh, with the new billboard, it wasn't, you know, some people you had told me, cause I don't even re read my comments that people had made comments that I was just trying to get attention from Joe Rogan and, and, uh, and Elon Musk. And I don't care about their opinions. Uh, but I like the fact that they're free thinkers. They believe in freedom of speech and we, uh, that's why I kind of applauded them. Uh, and I said, hey, they rock, which was a good time because certain things came out. Um, and I don't believe in all their views, but I, we used to be a country that you could actually have views and not hate people. And that's what I think those two people represent is they, they're okay with have people having different views. It's good to have different views. And what I find is the people that claim that you're the hater are usually the hater. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? They usually just kind of put that off on other people and... Mm -hmm. uh, but we really got to get a pass that day. Yeah. Um, yep. So mm -hmm. this is our interview for tonight is a guy named Dan Buckwalt. And Dan's going to be on Thursday. Um, okay. So I taped him up yesterday, but he was, um, he, he's talking about the veterans, like um, oh, veterans legacy. I, they took the old forest work camp and made it into a homeless shelter for oh, oh. veterans to help okay. them. So they're way out there in the country. So Dan and, and John, uh, these are two guys that could put this whole program together. So he's talking about that. But I knew, and I asked him beforehand, can I talk about your recent heart attack? Because this is like within, I think, the last month or so, uh -huh. um, he had a heart attack. And Dan and I have a very special relationship of um, we flip each other a lot of shit. Um, so, <laughs> for instance, when he told me, I didn't realize there were other, because the Rosa Real Estate was in this email with me. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I can, but you know, I, I'm a little bit down because I just had a heart attack. And you know, so you can tell everybody goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And my response was, Oh my God, I'm so glad to find out that you really actually have a heart. <laughs> yeah. That's a <laughs> <laughs> so, And what was his response to that? Oh, he, he loved it, you know, but Derek, you see Derek and those guys kind of like going, Oh my God, what's really? you doing here? So, so anyway, I asked him, <laughs> We talk about that. So we have a few minutes of an interview with him talking about oh, good. this. And I think it's really profound. So um, I want you guys to hear this. 
Let's talk a little personal. Sure. So you recently had a heart attack, kind of a pretty, pretty scary thing. I did at age 56. I, uh, I didn't feel right. I, I, things weren't, weren't jiving. I went to the emergency room. They said I was actually actively having a heart attack. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm the type of guy that kind of hides my, uh, my feelings or emotions through sarcasm and humor. And it uh, wasn't the right time. I, I remember telling them, so you're telling me there might have been two other men in the world that could have navigated the belt line, <laughs> obeyed the laws of the land and not been air flighted? Okay, I'm that guy. But in all seriousness, um, you know, you, when, when you, you have that near-death experience, uh, and I had what they call the Widowmaker, which is a hell of a name. <laughs> yeah, that's... 95% blockage. And uh, I, I am so fortunate I have so, such a different look on life now. How, how did, did this, did that, was it scary? I mean, I know your humor and, you know, and you and I tease, I, the first thing I said to Dan when I, he was already past it. So people don't think I'm this rude, but cause I am, but I said, I'm just glad to know you have a heart. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected anything else from you, Rick. <laughs> but were you, was it pretty scary? Uh, well, you know, it, it was scary when they started telling me, you know, why isn't your wife here right now? Why aren't you? You know, let me. This EKG says you're having this right now, and um, and next thing you know, you're you're in the uh, operating room, and they're running a stent through your wrist. And um, I remember, you know, still being a smart aleck throughout the whole thing. I, I remember telling them, "Well, now that you saved my life, you're kind of responsible for my life, and I got a few payments coming up, and I need to handle with." And yeah. Um, but when they said my wife was there, and I saw her in the hallway, oh, I just I lost it. Yeah. Because you think about those that would miss you while you're gone too. So it really did kind of change how I looked at life. And I had to step back a little bit from legacy because I couldn't do the day to day. I need, I really need to focus on myself for a while. And as I go through different medications for this first year, making sure that there's that balance, because you, you get that anxiety of, well, it happened once, can it happen again? Right. Yeah. Is that, does that, because see, I would think too, with a heart attack, once you've done that, then if something starts to happen, it's kind of like when I had cancer, mm -hmm. um, then anything that's pained, you know, down around that area, mm -hmm. are going, and I never felt anything, but still in your head, you're going, Rick, okay, is that, is that it? And I, uh, my first night home, I remember I was coughing and I was thinking, oh my God, am I going to dislodge this? Am I going to bleed out here? Does it fall apart? Uh, I have a twin brother that's kind of a wise guy and he said they probably use Chinese stainless steel, so he called me a communist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you are twins. <laughs> you live, you're, the, you're the better looking twin, right? Isn't that what you always said? I have more hair. Um, but it, it's, it, it does change your, your outlook. And I, and I feel like I'm a walking you know, public service announcement. Listen to your body. You know, take care of yourself. Um, so How I, have you changed, has it changed your eating or exercise oh, regime or anything? Oh, big time. I used to be that guy that says, you know, we only get so many heartbeats. I'm not going to waste them on exercise. No, that's not true. Not at all. So you're working out more, doing. Stuff. Oh, yeah. working out every day and uh, eating really good. I get to eat more fish now, and uh, my wife's got to deal with that. But I always tell her, I just had a heart attack, so it's kind of on me now. You don't. You don't. I'm sure, Dan, knowing you, you don't use that to your advantage at all. She asked me once about folding laundry. I'm still kind of suffering from that. Recovering. From that. Yeah, I'm feeling a little chest pain. I don't feel like I can really get up and fold the laundry. Oh, I get a lot of the, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. <laughs> but I, um, you know, I do a lot of work with um, uh, Honor Flight. And working with those guys, 
has been phenomenal, and I don't ever want to miss out on that. These guys are just, you know, if, if you've ever uh, worked around anybody that's done an honor flight or been on one, um, to work with these guys that are World War II vets, that are Cold War, Korean, Vietnam vets, they're just incredible. And the two guys that I've gone with so far, I kid you not, they're like family, and I talk to them at least once a week. So Honor Flight, for those of you watching who don't know, it's an organization. They, they take veterans back to Washington, D.C. to see the monuments. Mm -hmm. And it's a powerful thing because a lot of these people haven't been back there to see that. And they mm -hmm. see it as something that's in honor of you and the men and women you died with. Um, and it, it's pretty profound. A lot of those Vietnam vets never got closure either. Yeah. They weren't welcomed home. And <clears throat> it's such an incredible organization. There's four Honor Flights in the state of Oregon. Um, South uh, Willamette Valley is ours, <clears throat> and we probably send more people to that. Um, we, we've and and for our group, it covers Lane, Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln, and we've just had a, a we keep these things full. Alaska Airline gives always gives us a deal on flights. They've got an actual 737 dedicated to Honor Flight that has the five emblems, the five branches on that plane. It, it's got memorabilia or messages on that plane for our vets. It's just incredible. And these guys get treated, uh, guys and gals. You know, we had one gal last last uh, <clears throat> time I went last uh, September, we called her Rip, um, Ripcord Annie because she had 18 jumps out of helicopters in Vietnam. And they have such a great personality. And So <clears throat> what, do you, what do you learn about you from the heart attack and now working with these um, veterans who are at the end of their life, mm -hmm. going back to, you know, I, I, I mean, Dan, I'm asking you kind of like, is that the value of, of um, recognition, not necessarily for what you do, mm -hmm. but that you have value. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That you, well, you know, I've always told people my legacy is not what I did, the sheriff's office or, or veterans legacy. My legacy is my kids. And hopefully when I'm sitting, you know, when I am gone 30 years from now, um, you know, someone will say, hey, there goes old Buckles kid. You know, they're all right. That means I've done a good job. Um, <clears throat> but I had such a blessed career. And, you know, coming from Mapleton and not going to college right off the bat and kind of working my way through, um, I had a blessed career. And, and I feel it is my responsibility to pay it forward. But I'm so fortunate because I, I've been in the right place at the right time. And um, I've met some of the neatest people here in Lane County, here in Eugene. Uh, so phenomenal. And so for you, what is it that keeps you kind of um, centered and, and funny? I mean, you know what I mean? You're mm -hmm. even, you always kind of have that attitude. Well, I didn't have, I didn't take that too seriously. Well, I had a very dysfunctional growing up. We moved around all the time, <clears throat> very poor. And, um, you know, I always knew what I wanted. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And <clears throat> to be around these folks that, I, I never had grandparents. I didn't really have parents. I didn't have a father. Um, so to, to spend time with these folks that are, that are older than you and just listen to their stories, um, I think there's a big trade-off there. Uh, uh, you, you become so is that why, because um, I've seen you with Nick, and I've seen <laughs> you with other people who were under your supervision, who were... Mm -hmm. I, for lack of a better word, the prisoners. I, you know, I don't know what inmates. Um, I, well, Rick, and you, you treated them like a dad, and you didn't have a dad. So mm -hmm. why did you? How I, did you learn that, and why did you do that? Well, I had a brother that um, he's gone now, but 
he spent a year in a Oroville City Jail, a year, and he deserved it. You know, driving and and all the infractions that built up. But I remember the impact it had on my mother, and um, it was really it was really difficult for her. It was it was very sad and somber in the house whenever his name came up and you know why isn't he here right now? Uh, so there there is a there's a different side to it. And I used to always tell folks that worked in the jail. Don't be that DMV person. Understand that that's, you're, you're going to have parents coming here that have never been here before. But but is that why you treat? Is that why you treated those inmates? And I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in my own words. Mm-hmm. But you gave so much respect to Nick and people like that, and, mm-hmm. and really an unconditional love. And I don't mean hug the thug. Mm-hmm. I mean an unconditional. Listen, asshole. Mm-hmm. This is your place. This is what you have to do, mm-hmm. and this is what I expect of you. Because you didn't really get that. No, male figure, but you were able to give it to mm-hmm. all these people. Where does that come from? How do you do? How, how do you do that? Well, you're taking me a whole different route here. Um, I just, you know, I had big brothers. I had a, a brother-in-law that were very important to me, and um, you know, you learn from them. And my my big brother used to always tell me, "Hey, look, we all make mistakes. Don't make the same one I made. Make a new one. Be different. Be creative." <laughs> and, and I really did try. Um, <laughs> Your mom's over here going, no. <laughs> but I, I, I've always had that um, that unique uh, connection with people, and I wouldn't change that at all. Um, so, so you know how I, sometimes I think we think, so growing up without a dad would be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also made you who you are. And it's, so if you had much. him around, um, and still that would be ideal. Yeah. But because that didn't happen, you took on this role for people. Oh. And not, I don't think, and what I, what I love about it too, Dan, is it was just a natural role. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going in and going, because I didn't have a father, mm-hmm. I'm going to father these people. Instead, it was like, I know what it feels like to not have mm-hmm. that in my life. I'm, unconsciously, I'm able to give that to people. Mm-hmm. That's a gift, dude. That is like a rare gift. I would, I would tell folks, you know, no, I never did drugs. I was always afraid I might like them. You know, so no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what meth was, so I can't work. So what they did to other people in your life. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And uh, I lost a brother to, to drunk driving. And, you know, you just you pay attention to things and, and try to create the best you know environment for you and your family. And maybe if I had a dad, I'd have you know, a funny haircut and live in Montana. But, oh, oh, that was a zinger. That was a zinger. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, John Denver. <laughs> I it doesn't even have strings on it <laughs> but i do have a guitar back there that i know how to play <laughs> yeah and you know when i had that camp going um i can remember we used to call them saddle tramps or hobos would come through and uh this one guy he he, he looked like richard farnsworth if you remember that old cowboy uh-huh. you know craggy face but he had the, the prettiest deepest blue eyes and we had a this little portable uh piano and I remember he had it one time. And he started playing blues on it. I didn't even think that I think could make that kind of music. And he had all of us crying because he was so smooth. And, and it just it reminded me that everybody has a talent, right. you know. And you know when you judge a book by a cover, by its cover, sometimes you get your feelings hurt. Well, isn't that how I, I think that's how life should should work? If we if mm-hmm. we is realize I, I you know I think that like I grew up in a home where it was like you have to be good at everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
I'm just not. I mean, it's just so. So when you understand about your life that you're not, then you have find other people that just come into your life and you go, oh, okay, there's that. So then I think that you know the, the big picture with you know to me with God is that you all need each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to give you too much. I'm going to give you this. And if you all come together, when I bring you in this place together and you move, it's like a dance. And it'll work. But what happens is when you start trying to do everything or you get jealous because, well, Dan has this and Rick has that. And then right. you start, then the, the dance doesn't work because it starts getting mm-hmm. just like that. You and I grew up in a time, too, where if we wanted something, we worked for it. We had to work harder for it. If I didn't get picked first, I was going to work harder at that sport. Right. Right. Different sport. Um, but, you know, uh, nothing was a handout. And right. that there at the camp is I tell everybody. I love it when vets ask me, what are you going to do for me? I'm not going to do a damn thing for you. What are you willing to do for yourself? Because I'll walk next to you and I'll walk behind you, but this is your journey. What are you willing to do for yourself? Right. This is, that's kind of what's wrong. Right. The thing that's kind of what's wrong in the world right now is, is, and it's not to be you know, entitled, but I think people feel like they deserve something. And I think, um, you know, my favorite line out of the Bible or one of them is, you know, Give, always give justice to others, but don't expect it back. Mm-hmm. I put that online. I get people so angry because they feel like I deserve it too. And I think you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. It's, if you're thinking about justice because you want it, then you're not purely giving mm-hmm. it to other people. And mm-hmm. so it's all about what you get. And I see that so much in you know groups and organizations. It's like, you know, well, I'm not doing this for me. Well, what you just told me is you are doing that for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's and it's true. And um, you know, life isn't supposed to be easy. I mean, pain lets you know you're alive, and we learn from our mistakes. And if you don't make them again, it's not even a failure. It's just a learning lesson. Oh, my wife and I watched this movie last night on. It was about a true story based on a true story of an Amish community in Pennsylvania. And in 2005, um, one of the people that wasn't an Amish, but in the, in the area, went into the schoolhouse and shot and killed like 10 little girls. And these people, the Amish people, immediately went to the house of the wife and the two kids and forgave them. Mm-hmm. And and then in the end, like this movie, you're watching it, and some of the Amish people who were having trouble with it going, well, we're just going to let them off. And he goes, no, no, they're going to get there. He's going to get, he shot and killed himself. But mm-hmm. we need to be there and pray for her, just like she's praying for us. And mm-hmm. then in the end, the saddest thing, the most touching thing was um, her husband was being buried and nobody showed up at the funeral hardly because, you know, he, said he killed all these kids. And mm-hmm. here comes over the hill, the entire Amish community in their wagons and black outfits came down and stood with her mm-hmm. while she buried her husband. And I Not thought, for her. yeah, yeah, I totally get that. And yet today people would say, you don't have to do that because that's the ultimate, you know, we, we pick and choose what, mm-hmm. what we for and to move on. So Dan, thank you so much for um, just letting me have a little extra con- content with you, you know, oh, like conversation. What we're doing now, what I'm doing, and I tell my viewers this is why we're doing this. I'm going to cut this up so the beginning part will go in that one show. And then mm-hmm. we're getting special on If people sign up on our website, we're doing extra conversations like this for where people can learn. I, this isn't something I just want to throw out on Facebook somewhere. I want right. people who really give a shit 
and, and I'm going to look at it and not just get on and go, oh, you know, what's that can criticize? So um, I'll put this section on there uh, for the people who are truly interested. They don't get, it's that old line, don't throw your pearls to swine. <laughs> this was my pearl section and the swine don't get it. That must have been a Camp Creek thing. Because um, we didn't have Ableton. <laughs> That's right. You know, at the same time, thank you for, for being a voice, having the strength and uh, not cowering, kowtowing to other folks. So thank yeah. you, Rick. All right. Hey, you're welcome. All right, man. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Take care, brother. Yeah. It's good to know you had a heart. <laughs> Bye. He's so a I, gem. That's <laughs> why so I lied. Um, I threw my pearls to swine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just too good to, good. when you hear something like that and you get, you know, and, and the fact that, you know, he's changed his lifestyle. He's becoming healthy. He's doing things. He got the right. warning. They did it. And if we all did that, how amazing. Yeah. It, it a little teeny bit long tonight because now it's just keeping in our theme. This is a woman named Gloria Lopes. Okay. And Gloria, I did a story on her probably 30 years ago. She was 67 years old. The last time I aired this, she's a cattle rancher out in Jackson City. The last time I aired this, I called her. She was 89. Oh. And she was still doing the cattle thing, but not on a horse. She was out on her four-wheeler. Well, she has since passed. Um, so, But I found this story today and thought, you know, Brian oh. Elements loves this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, mm, let's play this for Brian. So uh, yeah. here's here you go. This is Gloria okay. Lopes. Hi, this is the Lopes. Sorry we missed you, but the sheep's in the meadow and the cow's in the corn. With a little luck, we'll be right back. So please leave your name and number. Thank you. It's roundup time at the Glory Hill Ranch. But we've had a good grass here. Our steers look big and fat. We'll see what they weigh. Ranching is something Gloria Lopes has done most of her 67 years on this earth. Look at my cute grandkids. There's Wade, got Wyatt, I've got my son. It's a family thing. There's no hired help here, so it takes family and a few friends to round up the Lopes cattle. I was raised where you did things yourself, you know? And the best help you can get is at the end of your arm, you know? So Johnny and I managed to do everything ourselves, and. That's what makes it nice. Raising cattle is not as easy as it used to be. Gloria has to take out a loan to pay for all of these animals. And when she sells them, they're not sold by the head, they're sold by the pound. So if several of the animals come in 50 pounds light, that can make a big difference in her profit margin. Now I'm gonna get the results today. And then if the results look rewarding, then you turn right around. In fact, I've already started again, buying more cattle, and you continue year after year. Part of not growing old is having something to do. Never worrying about what you have to do, it's what you didn't get done. So you're just constantly, constantly uh, changing, moving, going on. Gloria Lopes might not fit some people's image of the average cattle rancher, but this woman says she's salt of the earth. She knows what she's doing and she loves it. It's like you get a new beginning every year. I think that's probably the what makes people want to be in in the, in the business with livestock or farming. 
I love that bison. <laughs> yeah, she was a super cool lady. They used to have an Easter service up there. A log house had a log house up on one of those hills out there in Junction City. Oh, and uh -huh. she invite the whole town. Anybody wanted to come up, but um, she was she was the salt of the earth kind of lady. I, got I love one this little gift for you. Um, Kathy and I took a little drive up one of the creeks up here, and we have these white pelicans. Now. Look at them. Oh, wow. And when they fly, oh. the tips of their wings are black. So they, you know, they're oh. out there like this, and they're, they're just absolutely oh beautiful. They didn't even move when you got up close? Uh-uh. Oh, I saw the black tip. <laughs> Did you see it? And when we were leaving, one was flying overhead, and you can see this. I mean, they're just like they're painted. They look um, completely different than the ones you see, like in a big city or something like that. Yes. Oh my gosh, those are amazing. I forgot to tell you, I have a friend who just was there posting all sorts of pictures in Montana, and oh my gosh, the, every picture looks like a painting. You guys are just—it's just so gorgeous. Yeah, fair season's coming up, so this mm -hmm. week is the Helena Fair, and then okay. I think the State Fair, and then our fair here in our little town, which Catherine oh, and I in and try to. Kind of find our way and see what we're doing. We're, we're yep. the people who live over there. <laughs> we're the nobodies on the hill. Oh, God. Who are these new dancer people? Yeah, that's right. Kim, thanks for doing what you do and helping us out with our stuff. Yeah, thank you, you guys. And I guess, you know what? I think we should just give it to, I was it Jeremiah? He guessed he was right, except for the biological part. So, so it was just, Jer let me find him. Yeah, because there he said men, so, and that is the Jeremiah, answer. Jeremiah, I don't know if you're still here, but Kim, Kim, will you let Sarah know who that is? Yeah, we'll get you hooked up. And Jeremiah it's not to, it is to keep from overheating, but Rick and I were looking for it. It's because of the sweat gland, the number of sweat glands. So, so yeah. women have more sweat glands, but men sweat more. Right. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is well, weird. You learn something every new on new on this show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kim Stark, thank you for being here. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. All right, and tomorrow night we have a really special interview. Um, a young man named uh, Jameson. I interviewed him years ago. He uh, experienced his life in a wheelchair. Uh, most intelligent kid you'll ever meet. And he out in Coburg, he does a bunch of stuff. And I said, Jameson, you got to come on and talk to people. He will inspire your boots off. All right, share this on your page. Let other people know what we're doing and share these great stories with people so they can uh, know that the world is not a terrible place, that there are a lot of amazing people out there despite what you see on social media.